Good Sunday morning. I'm Jaden Jefferson and welcome to this week's Community Focus. We have an annual eclipse coming up and joining me right now is Chief Scientist Carl Nelson of the Imagination Station to talk more about this, which by this point, if you haven't heard about it, you've definitely been tuned out. So thanks for joining me. Sure. Thanks for having me. So what exactly is happening next April? So next April, uh, there will be a total solar eclipse that moves across North America from Texas up through Ohio and then off into Maine. And it will be a total eclipse of the sun here in Toledo. So the moon will be in a position between Earth and the sun. And for approximately two minutes, one minute, 56 seconds, um, the sun will be blotted out by the moon. And at that point, and only at that point, will we be able to take off our solar viewing glasses and look directly at the sun because the moon will be our protection at that point in time. And that's the only time you can actually see the corona of the sun or the outer atmosphere of our sun. So it's a it's a probably a once in a lifetime moment for most people. The uh, so the last total solar eclipse in Toledo was. 1806. Toledo wasn't even a, a city at that point in time. And the next total solar eclipse to pass through Toledo will be in 2099, um, 75 years in the future. So uh, this is the one to check out if you're in Toledo. And here's the thing. A lot of us, we get excited about these events. But of course, I know there are other things that play a factor in our ability to actually really fully experience what's happening. So where are the best places to view this at? Well, that's interesting. So Toledo is right on the edge of the path of totality that goes across the country. And I should back up and say that all of North America and Canada will experience a partial solar eclipse. So the sun will be partially covered like we had back in 2017. Um, but Toledo, we are so close to the edge that Sylvania will not have a total eclipse. They are out. <laughs> so people in Sylvania uh, will need to come a little bit further south into Toledo. And really, you want to have an unobstructed view of the southwestern sky. The sun will be, you know, I believe, like 40, 45 degrees up in the sky. So um, even if you're downtown, you'll be able to see something as, as long as you're not right next to a building. Um, but really, the most important thing to remember are the solar glasses. You never look at the sun, even a partial eclipse without the solar glasses. And if you have any of those left over from 2017, they're they can be perfectly fine as long as they're not crinkled, scratched, they have holes in them, they're all, you know, gummed up or whatever. Um, we sell them at the Science Center, so if, you, if you're in need of some, we have a supply here. But always, always wear protection if you're going to look at a solar eclipse. I know a big question for people watching is probably the how. How does this happen? So kind of go into that as well as why these events only happen every so often. Sure. So uh, the Earth and Moon orbit one another, actually, they orbit their common center of mass. Uh, we commonly we say that the moon is orbiting the earth. And so you would think if the moon is always orbiting the earth, that like every month we would have an eclipse. And the secret behind this is, it's not really secret, but the science behind it is that the moon's orbit around the earth is tilted about five degrees. And so that means only at certain times of the moon's orbit around the earth and the earth's orbit around the sun, do we fall into a special situation where we have like the sun and the earth and the moon all lined up correctly to cast a shadow? Um, you say, are they rare? Well, you know, every year we have, or the earth, I should say, experiences 
two to five eclipses, solar eclipses. They could be partial, they could be total. You wouldn't have five total, but um, the deal is they always fall in different parts of the planet. So they may fall in the ocean, they may fall somewhere where there aren't people that can actually observe them. Unless you're an eclipse hunter, and there are people that do this, they track down eclipses and they want to get to everyone they can. Um, so yeah, there, it's not as rare as you think. What's rare is it falling in the exact same location where you're at, uh, you know, within your lifetime, if you will. Right place at the right time. Exactly. <laughs> and obviously being in the right place is, of course, Toledo for this big day. So I know one thing for a lot of people is maybe getting videos, photos of these types of events. What's the best way to go about doing that if you want to document it, but not put your eyes in danger? Right. So a couple things with that. One, if it's the first time you've seen a total solar eclipse, put the phone down. Experience the moment. Or turn that camera around and record your family and friends. Um, from what I've heard, from people have told me that have seen, and I have not seen a total solar eclipse, but they say the first time you see one, it is almost like a, a magical moment. And, um, you know, put down the cameras because... There'll be a billion photos that are going to be way better than anything you can capture on the internet the next day. That being said, if you do want to um, capture that, you can actually uh, purchase uh, a film that will go over the front of your cell phone camera um, to block the light. Obviously, the light from the sun is very bright. You'll probably get an overexposed image. You want to protect the sensor inside um, from the UV light coming from the sun. Um, if you're going to, there are a variety of ways to view it. Um, the absolute worst thing to do is to take, I probably shouldn't say this, but the worst thing you'd want to ever want to do is take one of these uh, pairs of glasses and putting it on the front end of uh, the back end of a pair of binoculars. The role of a pair of binoculars is to focus light into a, to a image and you will easily burn a hole right through your protective filter here. Um, but they do sell larger filters you can put on the front of a telescope. If you have friends that have telescopes, they know all about the solar filters that go on the front to block the light coming in. And then you can either look through the telescope or you can project that image onto a piece of paper so many people can see it all at once. You know, a really super simple way to, um, looking for if I have, a, I have a cardboard box here, if you can make a really simple viewer, if you have a box and you cut a square, cover it with some aluminum foil, poke a tiny hole in it, a pinhole, and what will happen is the image of the sun will be imaged back here inside the box. And you get a box big enough that you can actually you know, stick it on your head and your head is inside the box. Um, and then you can actually image the, uh, the sun that way. Another thing you can do during the partial eclipse is simply look around you. Because as the sun goes from being a big extended soft box, a big light, it's going to go down into like a little, uh, like a little LED flashlight. All the shadows around you are going to change. They're not going to have soft edges. They're going to be really super sharp. And that's one really cool thing to notice. And you can even use your hands. If you put your fingers together like this and make little holes between your fingers, you can then actually image the partial eclipse, the crescent shape of the, of the sun on the ground. If you look on the ground under a tree, the leaves will do the same thing. The leaves will you know, image the sun because of that little space in between them. So there are a variety of ways to look at it, but again, you always have to have protection, always have to have that solar filter. Um, yeah, so there's a variety of ways to do that. And as a lover of waffle fries, I think this one's just gonna come naturally to kind of screen everything through for sure. 
And I know the folks at Imagination Station, anytime we have something big, scientific, or just interesting in general, you guys are somehow involved. So are there any ways you guys plan on celebrating maybe now or leading up to even the day of the eclipse? Yeah. So, you know, we think of like a total solar eclipse happening here in Toledo as like the Super Bowl of science for yes. us. <laughs> but that's just one day, right? So we offer programs for classrooms. We can bring out a portable planetarium into a school or a community center and talk about um, how a solar eclipse happens. We can talk about the stars, the constellations, the science behind it. Um, we're going to be doing workshops leading up to the solar eclipse starting right now. Um, we're going to be creating some kits that would be appropriate for families or businesses or school teachers to get people ready before the eclipse. We don't want you to be surprised the day of and go, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to observe this? We're gonna give you that sort of knowledge ahead of time and experiences ahead of time so that you're prepared and you kind of understand what is so special about this. You know, in our solar system, we have over 290 moons on other planets. Earth is the only place you can see a total solar eclipse. In no other place, even if you could stand on Jupiter, which is a gas giant, you can't do that. Um, even if you could do that, you would never be able to see a solar eclipse because Earth is the only place. So that, that, that makes it even more special. That should make everyone feel special. We're getting an exclusive here. We all love that. So in terms of what you're most looking forward to about this eclipse, what is it? Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the totality when, um, when the when the moon is blocking the sun and we're able to see that corona on the outside. I want to experience that that slight temperature drop. You know, the street lights might come on, the crickets might start chirping, birds might be confused, um, and just to experience that with a bunch of other people. I'm uh, probably be here at the science center um, with our visitors and with our team members and my family. Um, I just think it'll be uh, an amazing event. Yeah. Carl Nelson, Chief Scientist at Imagination Station. Thanks for taking the time to talk about this eclipse coming up. I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And that's this week's Community Focus. I'm Jaden Jefferson. Have a great week.